Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. I'm thrilled that you can join in today. And for the last number of podcasts, I've been dealing with the errors of Calvinism and Arminianism. Uh, These theological belief systems are all around us today. You probably will come across an individual who will embrace these teachings. I would be very surprised if you don't. I have family members and acquaintances who believe in the five points of Calvinism. I would urge you, if you meet people, know people like this, um, to be kind. We're not mandated to be mean or nasty. I know numerous uh, Calvinistic churches, uh, Reformed churches, who've been shut down uh, in recent days and received heavy fines and their pastors jailed uh, because of their stand for Christ. Uh, We need to pray for them. We need to direct them to Christ the best we can, uh, you know, help them understand our position and things. Uh, It's never a situation for us to be mean or nasty about. So last episode, uh, we examined irresistible grace to a Calvinist meaning that God simply forces people to be saved. We examined scripture and witnessed that God offers salvation to all those who would have it, but does not force it upon anyone who does not want it. Now we'll examine perseverance of the saints. Biblical assurance of salvation does not depend upon one's performance, but upon the gospel truth that Christ died for the sins of the world and upon his promise that whosoever believe in him receives free and unconditional gift of eternal life. The perseverance of the saints in the tulip emphasizes that it's upon the believer's faithfulness in persevering not upon God's keeping power. That's important to understand the difference. Certainty of salvation and confidence of one's eternal destiny are not found in the fifth point of Calvinism. Though many Calvinists would deny it, uncertainty as concerning one's salvation is almost built into this last point. I want to mention a couple of statements made by Two really influential reform theologians, uh, theologians. R.C. Sproul, a famous Calvinist who recently passed away, he wrote an article, there are people who are not saved who who are convinced that they are saved. Another famous Calvinist still alive today, John Piper said that no Christian can be sure he is a true believer. Hence, there is an ongoing need to be dedicated to the Lord and deny ourselves so that we might make it. I know individuals personally who are are greatly influenced and then embrace Calvinism by reading and and listening to preaching of these two uh, influential Calvinists. And both of these men who are considered, you know, up there in the realm of Calvinism, they say they don't know. Following Calvin's teaching, many Calvinists believe that the only way to make sure one's calling is election sure is not through faith, but through good works. Charles Hodge declared the only evidence of our election perseverance is a patient continuance in well-doing. The Calvinist assurance in God having predestined to eternal life as one of the elect is, you know, it has some problems here. The view has a serious problem. How does a a Calvinist know he is one of the elect who's been predestinated? His or her performance plays a large part. That's what they've admitted in their own statements. 
a large part of knowing whether or not they are a part of that select group. When is the performance good enough? And when does the performance become unacceptable? Some Calvinists say that the Christian must have fruit in his life. And if not, then they must, uh, they must never have been saved. Matthew 7.16 is a group of, of uh, verses they use. Uh, ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes or thorns or figs or thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A, gr- a good tree bringeth, cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth a not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire, wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. Context is always important. And in this passage, verse 15, it says, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. The fruit here is a means of determining whether a teacher is genuine or not. Not salvation. Biblical assurance of eternal life, uh, or eternal life in heaven with Christ, rests upon his promises, the promise of the Bible, upon his foreknowledge, his predestination, his election, and keeping power of God. Christ said, Come unto me, and we come. The gospel says, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. And we believe Christ and his word, and the promise, what he has. And here's some of those. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctification of of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, 1 Peter 1.2. According as he hath chosen us from in him before the foundation of the world, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to him, according to the good pleasure of his will, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 1, 4-7. For whom he did for no, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. Whom he did predestinate, them he called, and to whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Romans eight twenty nine thirty. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. John 1, 12, 13. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. He that believeth on the Son have everlasting life. No mention of us having to uh, perform for it. It's all in Christ. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. And there's life in his Son. And he that the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. 1 John 5, verses 11 to 13. There's no doubt, as a Christian, we need to be producing fruit. We need to be serving. But there is times I have met individuals, Christians, who have gotten away from God, and they're not producing fruit. And then the Lord uses individuals, uh, to help them see the light or their, some their circumstances in life take place. God rebukes them, so forth, so on. Listen, we need to understand that perseverance of the saints is not by our hand. It's not by the works that we perform. It's through the promise of Jesus Christ, through what he has performed and done on the cross. 
Verily, verily, I said to you, he that hears my word and believes on him that sent me have everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but has passed from death unto life. The word of God says, we accept Jesus Christ as Savior. We are secure in his hand. No man can pluck me out of the Father's hand. Once saved, always saved. Once saved, eternally secure. Thank you for listening today. Hope this episode has been a help and encouragement to you. Keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.